Hey friends, welcome to today's episode. This week I'm going to be going a little bit off of what I was talking about last time, which was manna and honey, the desert season versus the promised land, and God's provision in all of that. And so today we are going to start with the first reason, and then I will carry on in the following weeks of the other two reasons as God leads. So today, let's focus on reason one. It is a time of healing and growth and a time for God to prepare you and teach you so you can do the next season well. You're listening to the None Like You podcast, a space dedicated to discovering and appreciating your uniqueness. God intentionally created you and for a reason. Join this community of passionate individuals and start living fully knowing there is none like you because there is none like him. I'm your host, Linda A. Coleman, and welcome to the show. You need to heal in order to take on what's coming. And neglecting this time can lead us to not be our fullest selves. So, so often we get a word from God and we get really excited about it and we are driven and motivated and we're like, this is great. And we jump in head first. And the problem with that is most of the time when God is giving us a word, he's doing it to prepare us. And it's not because it's like Typically, it's not because it's going to happen like tomorrow or next month. A lot of the times it's he's going to tell us and then we have this long season of waiting or it seems like this season of pause. But if we look at it properly, it's a very active season. It may be a lonely season because he might be separating you from from the chaos or the noise so that he can get your attention so you can heal and prepare for what's coming because he knows what's coming. For me personally, I didn't know what being an owner would require. I didn't know what needed to heal in order for me to do it well. So I thought I knew what it was going to look like. Josiah and I thought we were going to be starting this cafe and it was just going to be me and him and maybe a couple of employees. It would be slow and quiet and we'd just serve some food, serve some coffee and just kind of kick back and enjoy the community. We were not prepared for the intensity of the growth of the business. And we were not prepared for, or I was not prepared for, um, how personal business actually was. And I didn't know that there were even parts of me that needed specific healing. But God was trying to show me those things. And he had set this time of quiet pause so that I could dig in and press in and ask him, what should I be doing now? Instead, when it got quiet, when there was that gap of from when I got the word to, you know, things are starting to move and then all of a sudden things weren't moving. Um, and to then there being that fast track, that in between really quiet time was I, I started doubting because I was like, he's not moving. He's not opening doors. He's, this is, not happening. And so I literally was just like, I guess this isn't what he has for us. I guess this, is, I heard him wrong or I didn't hear him at all. Instead of, God, why is it quiet? You know, the, the calm before the storm. Something's coming and there's the, this quiet pause. 
shoot, I need to be learning. What do you want to tell me? But instead of learning and having, because God knew all these, all the things that were about to happen, he knew it and tried to share that with me. Um, so, so it's really important for us to take the time to quiet ourselves, remove ourselves from the noise and let him show us the areas we need healing. Things that hurt me or triggered me during those that those early years um, really highlighted certain parts of me that that were not taken care of, parts that were hidden, um, things that he had tried to show me during that season, and I refused to accept. And unfortunately, that negatively impacted some people, um, and really made it a lot harder for me to step up. It made me become pretty insecure of my position. Um, insecure in the industry and and really doubt my worth made me doubt who I truly was and I let other people start to define me and so instead of taking that season to heal and ask God who am I what do you need me to realize in order to be the next phase of my life Um, and step into that authentic self I then had to I felt like I was kind of drowning in the chaos once I stepped into that season and I started to let everybody else define me. And that was obviously very negative. Um, And it took a lot of undoing, a lot of retraining my brain once I realized all that to now where I feel a lot more confident in what I'm doing and the industry I'm in and and my position. But, you know, 10 years in, this this is where I'm at only fairly recently. Um, so it's very important for you to accept the fact that you need healing and allow God to do that. Like I talked in the episode with, with faith and we were discussing Eustace in, um, the voyage of the Don Treader and how he felt like, I mean, it was just so painful for Aslan to rip the scales off of him, but it was in a sense there, it was good. And then he ended up becoming a boy again. And so this is the time, this is the part of this season where it may feel like it may feel painful and it may hurt, but it's for your own good. And it's, it's so that you can, and I'll step into the next part, grow, grow deeper in your relationship with yourself and with God, grow into the person that you are now growing up into I don't know if I can even say that properly, but like you are needed to grow for your next season. So who you are in your current season is not necessarily going to fly in the next because God keeps calling us to higher and higher glory to glory. Um, We are called to continually grow into the person we're meant to be. And, and so this is an intimate time with our creator. It's a time where typically you're in this isolation period, this secret place, this quietness where he's being so gracious to us to close our ears and, and our eyes and kind of just kind of put up, put us off into a time where he can look deeply into our eyes and say, sweetheart, darling, this is where 
we need to grow. This is, we need to take these things away. We need to step out of that and into this next thing because he wants us to continually get better. He wants us to continually work towards that authentic self. And so instead of seeing it as a frustrating season or um, a lonely season or just a very difficult like wilderness boot camp kind of season, if we can turn our focus on God is giving it to us as a gift. He's really, um, this is a very precious gift. It's his mercy. It's his grace. There's times where I'll be really frustrated with this time um, because I feel like I'm currently in a waiting season and I'll get frustrated and, and he'll show me that I need to be thankful for this time. That if I were to have just jumped into this next season, um, I, it wouldn't be the same. And I honestly don't want to get to the next season without him. I don't want to skip over, you know, the whole skip to the good part. Well, there's so much beauty in that middle ground in the hard time. And I was thinking back to when I worked for a photography place and I loved taking the pictures. It was so fun. I actually, I'm, the weirdest one I had to take was a family picture with a bunny. Um, and that was very challenging. But it was fun. I mean, that was part of the family. And but what I didn't realize, because, you know, I wanted to be a photographer, so this was my way of doing it. But what I didn't realize was that my favorite part of that whole job was actually developing the film. And the fascinating and beauty that is in that moment, I guess, that process is if you didn't have your hands in the bag properly and you didn't take the film out properly, or you weren't wearing the gloves, like there are so many steps to take in the process of developing the film. And if you didn't do them all step by step the way you're instructed to, you would mess up the film and these people would not get their photos. And it's not like you can just be like, oh, come on back, I screwed up your photos. Um, this is it, they're trusting you as the photographer to be able to do this. And I loved taking the film out and lining it up picking the right picture and that was the other cool thing was obviously the pictures are not exactly how they're going to come out it's like inverted or whatever so in in that you're kind of kind of guessing um which ones are best and once you pick them then you put them in the machine and and then you develop them and print them um and all of a sudden out comes this picture that you took and that you chose and you developed and you printed and it was just this amazing process and it was just honestly my favorite time and I would actually ask if I could develop other <laughs> other photographers film for them which they loved they didn't want to do it and so I had a lot of practice in that and it was just when you take a step back and you realize wow the process is actually what's fun or when you get that final product and then you can say that was amazing like I can look back and appreciate the process because the product is so beautiful. Um, I remember back in school when I took a photography class and we would just go out in the field and on the grounds and, and take whatever inspired us. And then we'd go back to the dark room and you would have to like, I mean, there was even more in-depth process and I haven't done it in a long time, so I might mess up how this all comes out, but where you like, you have to calculate certain things. And I remember there were tools that you had to use to do this. And it was, um, there's like math and science and all that involved. And then there's the chemicals that you have to put in and your room has to be pitch black in order to do this, like, or the red light or whatever. And, and then, and then you would hang it up on like this line 
And then it would slowly start to become something or it would slowly become it in the chemicals and then you hang it up and then you would, it would like, I'm going off on this, but, um, but then all of a sudden that image that you, you saw out on the grounds, you saw out when you were like, okay, I want to capture this image, this moment. And then all of a sudden it's coming to life on your paper. And so when I think about developing film and your photos and your art of photography, it's like, it's like this season. It's, um, it's intimate, it's personal, and you can appreciate the end product that much more. Now, I love digital. I use digital. I'd like to see right away if I need to reshoot it, but I will never get over the, the intimacy and the beauty of film. And so this is a season of, of growing and developing and becoming what you're meant to become. But you have to allow this to happen with, with who you are as a person, with going to God and saying, how do I need to grow? Where do I need to grow? And then letting him and then growing in your walk with him so that you can trust him so that when it gets quiet or when it, when the doors start closing, you can say, that's okay. Because I know you said what you said, and I know it'll come to pass because you do not go back on your word. So then it also kind of becomes a time of preparation. So when, once you're working on your healing and you're working on your growth as a person, as an authentic child of God, then he's preparing you for what's coming. And this is like, he might ask you to do things that make no sense, like Jericho, just walking around the walls. Well, that looked ridiculous that looked like it wasn't going to produce anything but it did and sometimes we won't see what what he actually uses it for he's asked me to do some things and I was ready for like the fireworks finale at the end when I completed um what he asked me to do and it was crickets and I still don't know (laughs) what it did but I trust that he used it for something um but things that make no sense you know the karate kid he was so frustrated because he didn't think he was being trained he didn't think he was being prepared for what was coming but but he was and when it came time to fight he was prepared sometimes it's in the mundane everyday tasks that you're doing Um, David was just out in the field watching his sheep and protecting them from lions and bears and God eventually used that to defeat an enemy giant when the armies couldn't even defeat him but it was because David was faithful in his everyday that he was able to take that on and take it on confidently. You can see maybe mundane or maybe or a little bit weird that you can say, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm just going to do it because you said so. I'm going to be obedient. Finally, this is a time to learn more about who you are in him and who you're meant to be and what you're meant to do. So the promised land had battles. It wasn't the grass is greener. They went through like all the 40 years in the desert wandering, um, but that was a time of learning. So why were they learning? Well, it wasn't just so they could appreciate the promised land. It's because the promised land still had battles to be fought. They still had to conquer that land in order to receive the gift that it was. So the children of the original enslaved Israelites were learning from their parents' mistakes in that time. And that granted them access to the promised land. So the parents 
unfortunately, didn't learn. So they didn't get to enter. So I just want to ask you and present to you, what are you learning? And are you allowing yourself to learn during this time, during this waiting or this pause? And we can look at these stories of, you know, the children kind of watching their parents going, ooh, it's not working out for them. I better listen. Joshua was only one of two original Israelites that got to enter because they learned. Those two plus the children got to move on. So then they moved on. They crossed the Jordan River. And then it still took seven years and they had to defeat or they defeated 31 kings to get those territories. So it's a time to learn whatever God is trying to teach you because whatever is next in your coming season, we're going to face stuff. We're always facing stuff. There's no, there's not going to be paradise until until we get to heaven. Um, so there is always going to be something that we have to face. And I just want to present to you as well, like, are you ready for this coming season? Are you, are you ready to take on your next task? Are you ready to take on the role that you're going to step into? Um, because the next reason, reason two, is there is an assignment. There's an assignment in every season. And so we are going to get into that. So until then, let's really focus on, take a step back. What is God doing with this time? He's so intentional. He's so intentional with how he made you and how he wants to use you. And it's up to us to be a part of that or not. It's up to us to, to dig into that. We're going to get to the next season. There's always going to be that change of season. But who are you going to be walking into it? Who do you want to be going from this season to the next. God, thank you so much that you want to teach us. You want to heal us. I thank you that you are our healer and that everything you say is yes and amen, that you have a plan and a purpose for everyone listening, that you're intentional. You're intentional about their seasons and about their coming assignments, God. And I just pray that they would begin to not only understand where you have them, but they would get excited about what you're doing in this season, that it wouldn't be a frustration season, that whatever season they find themselves in, that they can find you and connect to you and that it would be that fascinating, beautiful process of growing their true self. Friends, thank you so much for being here today. I'm seriously so excited for whatever season you're in, whatever you're learning, because there's healing, there's growth, and that means you are becoming even more authentically who God intended you to be. Until the next episode, hang out with me on Instagram, share this with someone, and tag it. If you're tagging it on Instagram, I am at Linda A. Coleman. I'll see you over there. Have an awesome week. And I'm sending you, as always, so much love. Take care.